Weekly Warp Pipe. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. We are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, and we're brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. We are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, and brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. And this week, we're jumping in the Warp Pipe, and we're going back and taking a look at power-ups on the NES. These are things that help the game a little bit more easier once you obtain them. Before we get into the episode, the guys, I wanted to let you know, I did add a Facebook group and an Instagram for the Weekly Warp Pipe. This way we can interact with you guys a little bit better. You just search the Weekly Warp Pipe on Instagram. You can add us there, same thing as the Facebook group. This way we could put polls and stuff on there. And we want to hear from you guys. I set up a phone number where you can call or text us, leaving us a message that we possibly could play on air. You can ask us a question, maybe pertaining to the episode or just something in general, or just let us know your thoughts on the podcast. That number is 949-682-WARP. I'll leave it in the description of all the videos. It's on our profile on the Instagram and Facebook page as well. So you can write it down and give us a buzz. Should be a fun feature. Another way we can interact with you guys checking out the podcast. All right, before we get into it, though, here's a word from our sponsor. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little... Deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Weekly Warp Pipe. I'm Russ Lyman. What's up, guys? I'm NES Addict. <laughs> Got your glasses on. Making weird faces for those <laughs> of you who can watch us on YouTube. <laughs> welcome, welcome back. Um, yeah, we decided to talk about power-ups in video games. Those sweet, sweet things that make the game a little bit easier. That's right. Big shout-out to my buddy Retro Reminiscence, a.k.a. Sean, for the idea for this. Nice. Yeah. I think he sent us a bunch of uh, cool topics. So if you yes. guys have a suggestion of something you want us to talk about, please let us know and we'll we'll throw it in the ideas uh, list there. Absolutely. <laughs> so we are sticking with uh, Nintendo games. That's right. Um, early on, I had made a post on our uh, YouTube page. So some people I just put retro games so that some people chose other stuff, which we'll get to later. But we made our list here. Uh, top of my list, how you want to do it? You want to say the uh, the power-up and then the game, or are you going game and then the power-up? <laughs> uh, a... Maybe maybe game, then power-up. Maybe right. game, then power-up. And mine's in, mine's in no particular order. Okay. I'm sure we're going to have some of the same. We always do, because we're soulmates. <laughs> Sorry, Stephanie. <laughs> Whoops. Oops. All right, it's top of the list. Obviously, we'll go with Contra. And I chose the spread shot. We have a match. <laughs> Gotta have the spread shots. Most it's a definitely most iconic, I would say. Um, if you see that, you know it's from Contra. It's got the S with the with the wings on it, and it's I would say the most helpful in the game. Run run and gun style game. And now you have 
bullets spreading across the whole screen when makes it easier to take down the bad guys essentially absolutely yeah i mean spread is iconic uh, it's the first thing you're trying to get because it definitely makes the game easier not only is it more bullets hitting one target especially on the bosses but like you said when you're running through the level there's they're flying across the screen spreading out and hopefully mm -hmm. you're taking out more enemies and have to dodge less bullets right and and i also like that when you're crouched down you can still shoot like a lot of the enemies higher up yes. um, where you wouldn't be able to reach them if you just had your regular gun or like machine gun, if you had that. Absolutely. Or if you're on like one level and there's like a turret gun beneath you, mm -hmm. the spread can sometimes take that out without you really having to aim at it too hard. If you're at right. the right angle. Then you can almost one up it. And if uh, you're playing with a turbo controller, you can have some turbo spread. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> But yeah, spread is definitely the way to go. I mean, there's other power-ups like the laser, which uh, is pretty good at doing some damage. Um, but you have to let the laser go all the way across the screen before you shoot another one or it like shortens the distance that it will go. Right. That's a lot of people don't know that the laser is extremely powerful. You can take down some of the bosses very quickly, but you're so used to wanting that rapid fire. They're tapping that button and the laser is just not going the distance. So you just got to learn to be like press it let it go yep, across exactly it's a different approach different way to play the game i know that i know that particular power up's really good for like the ufo that comes down over you or whatever that thing is right yeah yeah in like snowfield since it kind of stays stationary so you can get under it yeah so but spread's still the best there we go i do have a uh i have a patch somewhere um Shoot, I wish it was handy. I would have brought it out. I found this guy, uh, Dano Brown on Etsy, and it's the S patch, and he wrote on it, uh, let God sort him out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so I haven't put it on a jacket or anything yet, but I think that'll be a fun DIY. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. So uh, we'll move on to mine. The game is Metroid, and I was torn between two, but I decided to go with the screw attack. Ooh, okay. Yeah, That's the good, good old one. screw attack, because once you get that, um, it basically turns your jump into an attack, and you can kill enemies just by jumping into them, which is really nice. And if you play on the Super Nintendo, uh, the super the, the screw attack, you can actually kind of fly or hover. I don't know exactly how you want to describe that, but like you can stay airborne. Well, so it's almost, you're almost, um, I was going to say, I chose Metroid as well, but I chose the space jump, which is the ability to, when you're falling, you hit the button again and Samus will jump again. So once you have space jump and screw attack, then you can just constantly go across the screen, killing your enemies. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking so of. Space like, jump with so screw like the, attack. The double guys together. Yeah. Hey, so we picked two good ones then to kind of complement like, each other. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was going to go screw attack, but I feel like the space jump is so much uh, more helpful where to get you to different places you couldn't reach before. Um, and especially in, I know we're talking NES, but like when you have it in super Metroid, I couldn't get the freaking wall jump down at all. So having space jump, you don't have to use wall jump anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Wall jumps a little tricky. I, I figured it out, but it is tricky. Um, I almost picked morph ball just yeah. because morph ball. I mean, it's the first power up you come into, but man, it's, it's very helpful pretty, pretty early on. Yeah, that's that's a great and it's a staple one too. I would say if you say Metroid to people and say say a power up, they would probably either say screw attack, like you said, or or probably the morph ball, I think yeah. you mentioned. 
the other thing that I think is cool about Screw Attack is uh, a, a like a video game channel or I guess uh, network was named after it. You know, later on, the AVGN was a part of, and you would see like the screws fly across the screen. So that was just kind of made Screw Attack even more iconic. I thought. Right. Yeah, and that nice s logo or whatever mm -hmm. i was almost debating like you could get that uh i do want to get a metroid tattoo at some point so i was like do i get the screw tack s somewhere yeah that's pretty cool s for screw tack s for samus kind of works yep <laughs> yep certainly a classic power up um another one i made the list so we already did mega man not mega man i did add mega man on there mega man 2 metal blade metal blade gotta love metal blade it's it's the most overpowered weapon in the game and it makes it super easy um but it's fantastic because you can shoot it straight up or like at an angle getting the um the enemy and it doesn't take a whole lot of the um uh like what is it power up or energy or whatever that you need to to fire it so yeah certainly a fun one it's like the spread for Mega Man 2 Right. It makes the game that much more easy, um, puts it into e easier mode or whatever, if you're just going to use that. And it's so interesting that that one um, power up weapon is so useful against like everything, like all the other weapons are like, eh, I use them here and there. But yeah, it's like metal blade. Come Once on. you get metal blade, you kind of never really look back. Right. It's like so you start Mega Man 2 and you just go straight to Metal Man. Yeah. <laughs> Take him out and you're like, all right. Got my metal blade. Let's rock and roll. Sorry, P-Buster. <laughs> Don't need you anymore. Don't need you anymore. Let's see here. Um, all right. Let's move on to my favorite game, Castlevania. Can Ooh. you guess Can you guess which one I'm going to say? I got Castlevania on my list. We'll see uh, if we match. I, I'm going with Holy Water. Oh, okay. Wait, now I was listening to... NES Complex, uh, pretty sure he did a video on it. Is it not called Holy Water in it? Isn't that what I just said? Holy Water? Yeah, but I want to say, I think in the manual, it was called something else. Like something still. Unless you know, it was one of the know, other Castlevania You know what? Games. You know what? In the original Castlevania, it might have a different name. But I feel like in Castlevania 2, they called it Holy Water. Okay. I'm going to quickly look this up while you discuss why yeah. it's awesome. So here's why it's awesome. Why it's awesome is... Um, it's very helpful, especially once you get to the mummy stage, because you can stand on top of the platform and you won't even get in the way of the mummies. And you can, if you don't break the block, you can jump down, trigger the mummies, climb back up the block, and then just holy water them to death. And it's so easy. Uh, number two, when you fight Frankenstein's monster with the little hunchback, you can freeze Frankenstein in place and just whip the, the hunchback and beat that um it's amazing when you get to uh, the death level uh you can you can like stun lock death in place and kill him so he doesn't mm -hmm. get out get out of his sickles uh, i would say for those three enemies is the main reason why i think holy water is super important for castlevania it's definitely easy it, you can definitely beat those enemies with other weapons like with, with your whip and i guess other sub weapons like the cross but the holy water is like a cheat code yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the overpower firebomb, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, so, or holy water. I could see it be like because when you throw it, it has uh, literally fire that goes onto the ground that enemies can walk into and get damaged. It's also really good for Medusa as well. So, but uh, yeah, um, the cross is fun, but holy water is is 
if you want to make the game a lot easier. Now, the trick is keeping the holy water till you get to the boss. That's the trick. Right, because if you accidentally pick up another weapon, sometimes they don't have a holy water pickup in that part of the level where you're saved at. Yeah, be very be very careful when you're whipping candles directly above you because a lot of times you'll drop a knife right on your head. You don't even want it. And you're like, no. And they they, they didn't start implementing... Um, I don't know if they did it in Super Castlevania where if you pick up an item, your item jumps out of you essentially onto the ground. And then that might've been bloodlines bloodlines. I don't think that was super Castlevania Four. Okay. I know I was playing some, I was going through on the um, DS playing. Um, what was it called? Circle of the moon. And, and they implemented that. And of course, Symphony of the night had the same thing. So if you got the, the dagger or whatever or something, your, your sub weapon would come out and you're like, Oh, I don't want that. Okay. Let me, Oh, you know what? It, it might not be bloodlines. It might be actually Dracula X that's in. I can't remember, but I think it might be in Dracula X. Right. Something good there. Yeah. Um, I chose, I did choose uh, Castlevania two Simon's quest. And I chose the flame whip, the flame whip. I thought That's it was just one. so awesome when once you upgrade that whip, you you know, you get the morning star and all this stuff, and then you're freaking cracking a whip that's on fire. Like doesn't get more BA than that. He's heating up. <laughs> I, wish, I wish they had the, the guy from Mortal Kombat come out. Dusty. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Or that'd even NBA jam, NBA jam guy. He's yeah, yeah. on fire. I, I met that guy at uh Retro World Expo. Amazing. He did a little video for me. Um, and he was doing the Russ, what you doing? That's funny. <laughs> I I have to find the video. I don't think I ever did anything with it. So I'll have to, if I remember to put a clip in over here of it. Did you ever see in my old videos that I made Todd, the toasty guy, my friend Todd? Oh, I don't think I and did. He would pop up and go like, toasty. Nice. Yeah. Little tidbits there. There you go. But yeah, I mean, Castlevania is great. They certainly have tons of uh, power ups in there. Um, but yeah, just getting that flame whip being so powered up and you're ready to go go through the swamp area and not be afraid of any of those like monsters where it's going to take me four or five shots to get them down right and it, it said visually it looked really cool so there's also um some kind of like crystal like a diamond or something and it bounces off the ground that's kind of neat on castlevania 2 yeah what's fun i i did a live stream of castlevania 2 a few months back and we played through it and beat it in one live stream and I actually got a lot of power-ups that I didn't get as a kid uh, growing up. And I was like, what is this weapon? I was like, yeah. I never used this before. And there's like a golden knife and a silver knife. And... Yeah. So it's like, look at that. 20 years later, you know, you're still finding new stuff out about an old game. It's fun times. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the next one. I picked Jackal. And you want to you wanna get up to the rockets, right? That's what I faced the three-way rockets from Jackal. Yeah. Soulmates. Soulmates. <laughs> That's so funny. I was like, you know, I was going through my NES collection on my phone and like, well, what games had power-ups? And I was like, you know what? Jackal. Let's talk about that game more. Dude, Jackal is a great, it's an amazing game. First off, you wouldn't think that driving around a little Jeep mm -hmm. and picking up POWs would be that fun, but Dude, Jekyll's so well done. The final boss is hard as crap. I beat it on my 39th or 40th birthday. I remember because I called Mega Dan in like 1 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, I just beat Jekyll. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like watching me as I'm playing it. It's so funny. 
Um, yeah, because you start out with grenades, which go in one direction, and then your second power up is to a missile. Yeah, and then it's to two, and then when you get you shoot your missile, it one goes up and then two sideways once it hits. Yeah, so, it like it makes like a cross explosion almost. Right, so then you can get these tanks at a distance where you know you're shooting and staying further back from their bullet spread, so you won't get hit. Um, super helpful for sure. Yeah, it's really helpful. Like, there's a lot of like high up enemies, and you can sometimes take out multiple enemies with that too. So. But that's funny. Yeah. Gotta love, gotta love the rockets. And I wish so bad that there was a sequel to that game. We had brought that up before, like games that should have. Yeah, Jackal 2 could have been awesome. So I don't know who's out there that can do that and just like do some, um, you know, color palette swaps on the levels. John Riggs, get on it. Right. John Riggs. <laughs> it'd be cool like if you could like throw like a helicopter in like maybe instead of just a jeep you could change vehicles as you go along or something i think someone told me i think during that live stream there's a super nintendo game that it's like jackal but you're in a helicopter okay and i can't remember it's not like desert strike or any of those but right who knows if you guys know leave it in the comments let us know <laughs> let us know um okay so i chose Friday the 13th, I figured it should make the list here. And I chose the torch. The torch. It's a fairly easy weapon to get. And it's the second most powerful in the game. If you plan on taking on Jason, you ain't going to do it with the rock or the knife. The pitchfork is the most powerful one, um, but it's a little bit harder to obtain. Um, and using the book um, that I have, How to Beat Jason the Easy Way. The Easy Way. Um, you could get the torch pretty quick, um, finding a note, going into the woods, going to a cabin, and then grabbing the torch. And that takes a full point off of Jason. Um, and I feel like it fits with the, the with the franchise um, pretty good. Did you ever beat that game, Russ? I, yes and no. So I beat it, but like I had to use safe states to get through it because you got to beat Jason three times. And on the second day... Um, he gets a little bit faster in the cabins and on the third day, it's, it's very hard to fight him in the cabin. You only really should be fighting him on the road okay. um, where you can get more hits on him. Um, cause in the cabin, it switches to that Mike Tyson punch out view. Um, and he comes down and sometimes he does a double, double slash or punch at you and you just can't react fast enough and he just depletes your energy and then you're dead. Then you're dead. But D-E-D, it, dead. <laughs> if you want a chance of beating them, grab the torch. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I thought about you the other day, Russ. I was uh, live streaming on TikTok, uh, Bloodlines, and I was using save states. And I was like, I don't really feel like being so serious about this. I'm going to use save states. <laughs> no shame in it. <laughs> like, Russ does it. I can do it. So. I can do it. <laughs> nice. All right. I got another one for you. Um, Ninja Gaiden is the game. And the spin slash attack, which I'm not sure if that's the exact name for that attack or not. But yeah, basically, I... he like does it like a little spin with like a sword out. Mm -hmm. And the reason that's so helpful is because I'm terrible at the final boss. So there's three forms of the final boss. The first yes. part's not too bad. The second one where he has the fireballs, I'm terrible at. And if you have that spin slash when you get to Jackwio part two, as I call it, uh, you can hit him once. Sometimes you have to get him twice if you don't get him the first time and it will kill him in like one swipe and moving on to the third form. There you go. 
Um, even, even on the, uh, the easier bosses, like I think you could take out the first boss in like one swipe of that, of the yeah. spin, spin thing. That's I've seen it with speedrunners. Even on even Jack Leo, if you hit him just right, you can take him out in one shot. It's amazing. Nice. The first time I ever learned about that, I was watching Mike Matei do a live stream and he did it. And then mm -hmm. I was I was like, all right, I'm gonna try. And it worked so well. It feels like cheating when you do it. It's that easy. You're like, but but they give me the power up, so it's in the game. It's it's in the game. It's all and the hardest part about using it is is kind of like Castlevania, like you can accidentally get another attack mm -hmm. before you get to the end. So you kind of have to really pay attention to what what you're swiping because it could be right. a power up. Both those games are very tedious to where you want to get enough ammo for your sub weapon, but you don't want to pick up another sub weapon. Right. So you're exactly. hitting all the candles or whatever you need, and you're like, you gotta be careful what you're picking up. Same for Ninja Garden. <laughs> All right, before we get into uh, a couple more, we're going to hear from some other podcasts on the Dorkening Podcast Network. I think you guys should be checking out. Greetings and Shabibans. We are the Retro Redoctopus Cephala Podcast, a long-form bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. Yeah, that sounds good, but I don't know what all those words mean. I think what Parasite seems trying to say is that on Retro Redoctopus, we explore a range of retro goodness, from toys, video games, and movies, to cartoons, and even snacks and school lunches. Oh. And we do it all with a positive spin, a slew of killer guests, and some <clears throat> very adult language. And you know what else is cool? No. This crazy show is part of the Dorking Podcast Network with new episodes every technical Tuesday. What's that? And if waiting two weeks for a new episode gives you a sad, know that we drop bonus episodes all the time, like the off-format Crow's Nest and an interview series we call The Brick. You can listen to Retro Doctopus on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any app that's cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. And we're back. Um, so you guys know me and Jay are soulmates. That's uh, right. I also I also chose Ninja Gaiden as one of my power-ups. I didn't choose the spin spin thing, but I chose um what was the right word here? The um the windmill star. Okay, the one that kind of like goes and comes back. Right. It's the orange uh star power up and like a shuriken, and you throw it, and if you jump over it, you can almost get it into this pattern of going back and forth just right. hitting the enemies yes and i always thought that was so cool and um much better than because you can get a smaller like ninja star that you just throw and i'm like just this being orange and like it's almost like half the size of your pixel uh sprite like this this star is huge yeah um, so neat and that you can get it like whipping across the stage like i always try to like jump over it's especially helpful going through um like the hawks and the snow level yes it's like okay uh, this thing's whipping in the air and hopefully it's going to take out one of the hawks yeah the hawks a lot easier. And, and the little jack uh, jaguars that run around right right so i always enjoyed getting that one there um but i would say yeah the spin spin one is a good uh second because there's some jumps you would uh make and you would need to like kill the enemy before you land it right you got that knockback you get hit and you're falling into a pit yep get <laughs> jumped over the cat get killed by a bat that's it <laughs> um 
I'll read some of the comments. We got a few people that commented on our um, YouTube page here. I asked them, I said, uh, which one was your favorite power-ups in retro video games? Um, my buddy Ryan, Rytendo, says, the blue shell from New Super Mario Bros. Because you get to be the turtle. It depends on if you consider the DS retro, though. So you actually get, like, the turtle shell on Mario's back. So he's nice. almost like a, like a Koopa Troopa. Okay, that's cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, so that's pretty neat. Um, we got Eric Plunk said uh, Kerbo's shoe. And I actually had to look this up because I was like, what is Kerbo's shoe? Do you know, Jay? I was assuming it was Kirby and it was a typo. Right, right. I was like, oh, okay. Probably Kirby's shoe, maybe. Is I don't Kerbo's know. shoe the little boot on Mario 3? It is the little green boot on Mario 3. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, that's a pretty good pick. That is a fun one. I felt like every time I got that power up, I wanted to use it more and there weren't that many places that took advantage of that. Like you used it to get across the piranha plants and whatnot, but yeah, the little other, white leaf guys. Yeah. Other than that, it's like, I do like in Mario maker, they kind of um, took that to the next level and they have like a stiletto that you could get in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and jump around in that. So it's a little throwback to that. So that was a good one. Kerbo. Kerbo shoe. wonder who Kerbo is. If I'm saying that right, K-U-R-I-B-O. Yeah, I don't know. Kerbo? Kerbo? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, Abel says, uh, the fairy in a glass bottle in Zelda, A Link to the Past. Nothing like getting a second chance at life. That's right. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Catching the fairies. I thought that was neat, too, in A Link to the Past. Like, you got the, the bottle. And then you had to go get the fairy and you could just kind of keep it. You had to have the net too. <laughs> That's right. You got to get two things to get the. You can't just swing the bottle in the air and scoop up a fairy. That's funny. <laughs> um, let's see. So what else do I got on my list? Um, I put Super Mario Brothers 3 made my list as well. I didn't go with Kerbo Shoe, but I did go with the uh, the Super Leaf. There you go. We have a, we have a match. Raccoon Tail. Certainly iconic. It's it's Mario on the box art for Mario three. He gets his little raccoon ears and tail, and you could fly. And um, you know, seeing that power up in in the movie The Wizard, you're like, what is this? You're in like, my this opinion, cool. it's the most iconic power up of all time. Don't would you say? Like, I mean, that yellow box with Mario and the raccoon tail and his little ears. Like, yes, that's why you wanted that game and to like flap his tail and fly. I mean. I just feel like it's the most iconic. Right. They're almost advertising right in. Like, so you got your Mario one box and you see them with like fire flower on there. And then Mario two, you're like, okay, it looks a little different. And then you're like, okay, we're showcasing. Hey, we got a new power up now. Like here's Mario with a raccoon tail. And you're like, what, what is that? That's pretty cool. Yeah. I guess Mario two, he's like throwing a turnip or something. Right. Right. So I guess it's showcasing the physics of like, okay, you could throw stuff at enemies now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can fly, you can hit people with your tail. Yep. Um, and then you can also glide down if you jump and just tap the button, his uh, little tail will flap and you can kind of descend a little bit. Yeah. I think if you even hold it in, it'll still kind of float down, right? Um, yeah. Or, yeah or sure. Am I remembering incorrectly? Possibly. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that just that, that tail is the Tanuki suit is just super iconic so 
Right. Definitely and, had to make the list. And and then it, they do have the other one where you get the full, full Tanuki suit though. Oh, where he turns into stone. Yeah. So he has like the outfit where he can still, I don't know if he can still fly in this third one. See, I, I always he thought he to... was a, I always thought he was a bear in that one. Oh. <laughs> when I was a kid. He's a little bear. Mario bear. Mario. I was like, he can turn into a frog, a bear and a raccoon. Because the frog. frog suit's pretty dope, oh, too. Oh, frog. Yeah. Again, I felt felt like that was under underused. I'd always get it and then uh, die right away. <laughs> he it did make him swim better. Yes. And he could jump really well. Perfect. All right. So we'll move on to my next one. And uh, it's from the Ninja Turtles game. Um, if you got the boomerangs, I always thought that was really cool because they were continuous as long as you caught them. And the other really cool thing about the boomerangs on the Ninja Turtles game was if you threw a few out, like you could probably throw three out, hit pause, change turtles, mm-hmm. your next turtle could catch them and then he would get some boomerangs. So oh, I would always yeah, give, yeah. I would always give each turtle three or four. So all of my turtles would have boomerangs because in my opinion, instead of wasting your time trying to get the scrolls for the hallway in the last level, uh-huh. boomerangs work closely as, as well yeah i mean maybe not just as good but close enough gotcha okay I'm trying to job. break your neck to get all the <laughs> the freaking scrolls blast the scrolls but yeah love those boomerangs sweet all right to uh to bounce off of that um i did choose the legend of zelda and i chose the boomerangs boomerang very, very cool the <laughs> one boomerang I guess it'd be the silver boomerang, right? Or is it blue? Uh, I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> it's called silver. Don't even know our power-ups in the episode. But the one that goes a little bit further. Right. I thought it was great because it could pick up coins and from a distance. So then yeah. you didn't have to go and fetch them. Yeah. It, if there was like water and like you killed an enemy and you couldn't get to it, you could use the boomerang to pick up that coin or whatever it was, you know. Right, right. So I thought that was unique. And then it also had the power to uh, like stun lock the enemy. Um, and then you can go up and stab him with your sword. The other thing that was cool about the boomerang was like you could throw it and then move and it would find you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you could almost set up your shot where um, you throw it and then move to the top of the screen and maybe it'll take some enemies out on the on the way coming back. Right. Like if you could angle it, you know? Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, so pretty neat. I mean, there's a ton of power-ups in, in the first Zelda game there. Um, so I was like, you know what? The boomerang's pretty sweet. You do get the wooden one first, but you want to get that one that goes. You want to get that bluish silver one for sure. Definitely. So um, playing off that, I also picked uh, The Legend of Zelda, and I chose... I don't know what it's called, but just like with your sword fully powered up, you can like shoot like a laser beam out of it. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess projectile, like a projectile sword beam. Sword, I don't yeah. know when you have but, full health. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, if there's some moblins on the other side of the screen, you can, you can, you don't have to be right next to them. You can kind of stand back and stay a little safer and, and hit them. Right. And so that's almost like the, the, uh, two power-ups you went together. Cause you could stay furthest away, attack the enemy with your sword and then if they drop something, you can catch it with the boomerang. That's right. Because the boomerang wouldn't do damage to the enemy. It would only stun them. So you're yep. like, oh, how do you I could, hit them from a distance? You could stun them and then zap them. That's it. And then steal the power up. 
Sweet. Or whatever it was they dropped. Yep. Yeah. Heart. Heart. Some, there you go. Rupees. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you got um, any more, Russ? I do. I have I have one more. Okay, I have two more. Go ahead. Thought this would be a fun one here. Because I know it was gonna make no one's list. I chose drum roll, please. <laughs> From Star Tropics, the yo-yo. Hey, that's a really good idea. I didn't think about that one. <laughs> I thought, I thought, hey, this is a pretty cool power-up, and it's uh, you know, a regular day item that uh, any kid can get. And um, yeah, freaking uh, Mike uh, beats up enemies on on the island with it. It's a pretty strong yo-yo, <laughs> and it's, it's similar to like a whip, you know, essentially. It's funny when you said that because isn't doesn't one of the Ninja Turtles, either Michelangelo or Donatello, I can't remember, doesn't he take it in the movie and go around the world and like knock a bunch of foot soldiers out? Yeah, yeah, and Turtles too. Yeah. Um because they, they toned it down because the, the parents complained about too how much the, violence. Too much hit. violence. So they barely use I don't think they even use their weapons much in the yeah. second one. Cause because uh, Michelangelo does use um sausage links as ninchucks. Yeah. Um, and then he does find it a yo-yo. And he's doing like, uh, you know, walk the dog. And he's like around the world. And he's like hitting the, the so with it. When you said Mike, I thought you were talking about Michelangelo. I was like, oh, he's talking about the turtle movie. <laughs> Mike from from Star Tropics. That's funny. They both have the same name. Nice. Yeah, I'm still hoping for, uh, you know, uh, a new Star Tropics to the switch or something. Maybe one day. One switch day, Tropics. Possibly. Yeah, we were rooting for him to get into uh, Smash Brothers, but. That'd be cool. <laughs> All right, so I will move on to um, my next one. Uh, I chose the Ripple for Life Force. I just uh, like that shooter, and I just feel like the Ripple looks cool. It just kind of like it's almost like a sound wave that shoots out. And um, I don't know if it's better or worse, but I feel like it takes up more space on the screen and maybe is a little more damaging to enemies. I could be wrong though. But I just liked it. Yeah. That's I think, yeah, because I say lots of shooters. Oh, wait, did I have another one on here? I might have had one more. Uh, no, no, I did not. I added it to a different list. Gotcha. Say shooters. <laughs> but yeah, I say shooters have plenty of power ups. So, yeah, options also cool because then you can have multiple guns, you know. So, and uh, for my final one, I kind of cheated on this one because um, I already chose one from the Mario series. But I just chose the iconic fireball from Mario one. Right. Like we said, it's on the cover of the first game. Um, and that is super, super iconic. Uh, you get the little fire flower and then you're ready to spit fire. That's right. Throw it, I guess. Yeah. It just looks like he's spitting it. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> up until, you know, Mario two or three, I guess probably till Mario three, that was like the coolest, the coolest power up in my opinion it was just the throwing the fireball. You know, you want to kill some, Koopa Troopas from far away, throw a fireball. Yeah. You want to kill some Goombas without getting close, throw a fireball. You know. It also is neat too if you then got to uh, you know Bowser at the end of the uh, the castle, yeah, and you shot enough fireballs at him, you found out it was uh, someone, I guess, uh, cosplaying or an imposter being Bowser, and it was like, oh, okay, that was a Koopa Trooper, that was a Goomba, right? That was whatever. I, I think you could even beat the funnel Bowser with the fireball. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could still. Yeah, if you throw enough in at him, dodging his uh, flames and stuff. I always just, if I have a big Mario or a Fireball Mario, I always just take the hit. and then Take the hit. Sacrifice it, get hit, and hit the And hit, hit, the, the, hit the X, yep. <laughs> nice. But that's yeah, I feel like me. 
I feel like we could almost, yeah, do another one with a, a whole bunch of other power-ups because there's certainly a lot. Or even maybe we can do a comeback and we could do our favorite uh, Super Nintendo yeah. power-ups if you guys enjoyed this here. Great idea, Sean. Thanks, man. Perfect. Again, if you guys have any suggestions, be sure to leave it in the uh, comments section. Um, and also, yeah, feel free to leave a review. I think we have like four reviews on um, either Spotify or Apple Music there. So much appreciated to you guys. Uh, leaving a review for the podcast. We're glad you are enjoying it. Uh, every Saturday at 7 a.m., you can catch an episode. And we have shorter episodes on Wednesday. We deemed them Warp Pipe Wednesday. They're like 15 minutes or so. So if you want to get a little bit more of uh, Russ and Jay, there you you go. check out that. <laughs> um, check out the theweeklywarppipe.com. And you can follow me at Russ Lyman. Jay, where can we find you? Find me on TikTok, uh, here on YouTube. I still have all my old videos up. And most importantly, every Saturday and Wednesday, right here with my buddy Russ Lyman for the Weekly Warp Party. That's right. As always, guys, I'm Russ Lyman. Keep your world fun bit by bit. <laughs> Take care, guys. Take care, guys.